around the nation and around the world. Here's your host, Alexander Garrett. Well, that is the sound of St. Thomas Church in Midtown Manhattan today. Uh, tradition continued for myself and my dad at St. Thomas Church for Christmas Day. God rest you, Mary, gentlemen. Have you had a good rest today? Have you been busy today? How has your Christmas Day been? Have you honored it? Have you celebrated it? Have you ignored it? Give me your thoughts on how your Christmas went at alex.garrett.com. 21 at yahoo.com if it's sound like i'm shot out of a cannon i kind of am i'm very excited to talk about this topic in particular obviously with christmas there is the reason for the season which is christ in the manger but there's a cultural phenomenon which i think has a tie to the manger you may not make that connection but as i think about it more and more i feel like the power of the manger what, who lies in the manger, what that represents, who that represents, and, and, the, and the ideas and the spirit it represents. I think that culture reflects it. And we may not want to admit it because, oh, it looks great on TV. A Wonderful Life is great. We have classic lines like... Like I come through. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. And of course, that was a classic line from Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. And so is this. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. And so those two moments have stood the test of time forever. That movie has stood the test of time. Not only is it a fantastic movie, but furthermore... It, it really embodies what Christmas is about, the giving spirit, but also the spirit of redemption, the spirit of redeeming and, and coming back. You know, Christ helps us come back from a lot of different things. He gives us that grace. I truly believe on earth and in heaven he is with us no matter where we roam. Even if we choose to ignore it and not believe it, he is still there guiding us. I truly wholeheartedly believe that. But I think of It's a Wonderful Life as so tied to what the manger represents and who lays that manger because of Jimmy Stewart, George Bailey's comeback story. There was no room at the inn for Christ, yet they made a comeback. They made it to a stable, and he had this miraculous birth. Jimmy Stewart, George Bailey, the building and loan, a little building in Bedford Falls, New York, was a fighter, an underdog, much like Christ was and is to this day. Through scripture that lasts forever 
and ever. Amen to that. Uh, what I'm trying to grasp at is it's tied to the manger. It's because when this time comes around, the spirit of who lays in the manger, who wants us to be revived, be saved, that is embodied in It's a Wonderful Life. Classic lines, the emotional acting by Jimmy Stewart, which I don't tell my dad I told you this, but I, I saw his waters, his eyes water at that very moment when Stewart was down on his luck and kicking everything and yelling at his kids. My father seemed to relate to that. I'm not sure why, but maybe it was a past thing, but I noticed tears in his eyes at that very moment. And that moved me as much as it should, as much as it move, would move any son watching his father watch It's a Wonderful Life. But then the grace that he, George Bailey was shown, the love he was shown, is very much the grace and the love that Christ shows us each and every day. And that is important. You know, I also was thinking about this. The term abuse of power has been swirling around a lot lately, hasn't it? Hasn't it? I mean, the fact is, every day in Washington, they're all saying some sort of abuse of power, whether on the left or the right. Well, one man who did not abuse his power should be honored more for that fact. Christ never abused the powers God gave him as his only son. Christ utilized his powers to heal, to make people, bring people to life, to save lives, both spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And so if you are down on your luck this holiday season, think that there is a better way. There is a light for you as well, as those who believe. There's a light for everyone at this time of year, at this Christmas day, on this Christmas day, and beyond. Unfortunately, we become a society that shuts out the light as soon as Christmas is over. We get back to the fits and the fights and the debates and the impeachment stuff when we don't take the rest of the time into New Year's to truly embrace and engulf what today is supposed to mean, what it does mean. How a baby boy could turn into someone that healed and loved and supported and gave grace to many years later. That story of itself is miraculous. You know, Stanley Prowalski had to run away from home pretty much and make his life for him and his siblings at 12. Christ was already at the table at the age of 12, talking to teachers and and mentors and elders about God, which he translated into years later. We may not know what happened to the lost Jews, but we do know that that 12-year-old, that baby in the manger, was on this earth to redeem us. And Clarence was sent by God himself by the way, to support Jimmy Stewart and the family. There's no doubt about that. So, whether we want to admit it to or not, somehow, some way, the culture that we 
embrace, whether it's a Christmas story, whether it's a, it's a wonderful life, whether it is the Polar Express, whether it's a Christmas story, uh, a Christmas carol, rather. They all have that tie to the manger. And I could take time to break down why I think each one does. For Dickens in A Christmas Carol, he tied Tiny Tim to Christ's teachings. And I'll never forget the line when Bob Cratchit tells Mrs. Cratchit, Tiny Tim's mother, he wanted people to know and see who made lame beggars walk and blind men see. That's in the book A Christmas Carol. So right there, a cultural love that we have at this time of year, it's on Broadway right now, with actually two kids who are really actually disabled, that's pretty special in of itself. But to tie him into what Christ did should not be overlooked. That was power right there. Tiny Tim shows his power every minute he's in that chap in a chapter in a, of a Christmas Carol. A Christmas story is a fun one. And I, I never really understood the cultural connection to Christ in it, but it is a fun movie. Now, Polar Express, that's all about believing. And if you don't think they mean believe in just Santa, I think they obviously mean believing in a higher power, believing in the baby that lay in the manger who would heal those by the thousands in his 30s. in front of the watchful eye of, uh, of the Virgin Mary. So I, I felt that connection, the Polar Express, to Christ and to God. Because the bell can ring for us as well, can it? I think a remarkable... Also, speaking of bells remarkable story is that Notre Dame the place, the cathedral that everyone in Seven State lost its spire I believe still rung its bells today I believe still rung its bells today and if so that is very special on Christmas Day so you may watch for the emotional spiritual, but are you watching the cultural phenomenon of Christmas time for the fun or to really feel a connection to why we are celebrating today? Answer that. And if you do have an answer, alex.garrett21 alex.garrett21 at yahoo.com is my email. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter feed and my Instagram. But just think of it. We aren't celebrating movies in the culture at the, of Christmas just because. There's got to be a reason for that too, right? And I think that reason, he lies in the manger. And the minute we understand that, 
the minute we can embrace it more and feel connected to it. Christ gave us life. That's why giving is so important at this time of year. And giving is special. St. Nicholas got it. Wayne Vanderwall got it. He wrote a book called The Gospel of Santa Claus. There's a religious component to Santa Claus as well that we can truly understand. And let's not, as I prayed at St. Patrick's Cathedral, after the beautiful morning church at St. Thomas, morning service at St. Thomas, I prayed at St. Patrick's. I said, let's not let the light dissipate tomorrow morning when the regular news feeds are back on. Let's not let the light dissipate after midnight. We can carry what today means into other days of the year. Do we know that? So let's do it. And may God rest you, merry gentlemen. And let's not be dismayed with each other, but work through the problems together. I'm Alexander Garrett. Merry Christmas. And have a special 12 days upcoming.